Barry Soper, senior political correspondent, with us now. Hey, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. Okay, so we're sending these troops to the Middle East. What do we know about these people? Uh, not a lot is the answer to that. Um, it was interesting to me to see the uh, podium in the Beehive Theatre being graced by not just Christopher Luxon, but by Winston Peters and Judith Collins. And as I was watching, I thought, Judith Collins has come a long way, hasn't she, in politics, given the trouble that she did have with the National Party yeah. at one stage. But uh, when it came to identifying who these people were, what they're going to be doing, it was impossible to get an answer out of any of them. Um, essentially, they're going to be based at uh, an international headquarters. They're not going to Yemen, which is where the Houthis are mounting their attacks from. So there'll be no, there'll be no, and the Houthis won't have to sit up and take notice that uh, New Zealand is there waving the flag. But nevertheless, many countries are disturbed by the uh, disruption to international uh, shipping uh, going through the channels in that part of the world. Um, uh, according to Christopher Luxon, it'll contribute to the uh, collective defence of uh, the Middle East and ships are certainly um, being hindered in their progress through there and uh, that affects trade and it yeah. affects New Zealand directly. They did, they're at great pains to deny it's got anything to do with Israel and uh, Hamas and Palestine but of course the Houthis are mounting their attacks because of Hamas so you could say there is a tie there but they won't relate to that. Uh, Luxon says this is all about freedom of shipping movements and has nothing to do with that situation. Our values here are about international law, about freedom of navigation, about making sure that there is a free flow of trade. Uh, those are values that are important to us. And so for us, this is the logical step for us. For myself and for our cabinet colleagues, as we discussed it today, we understand the seriousness of what we're doing. But actually, we also are proud that actually we have a responsibility as a country that actually believes in values around international law, that we're actually doing the right thing here. Yeah, so I would think, you know, most people would agree that uh, New Zealand should wave the flag, but uh, it's ironic, isn't it, coming at a time when we have been talking about the uh, the shrinkage of the defence forces in New Zealand, but we've got enough to still keep that sort of peacekeeping role. They're going to be there apparently targeting uh, where these uh, attacks are coming from in Yemen, but that's as, about as close as they'll get. Barry, what do you make of the fact that it's taken... So so the police had a complaint laid with them about Golra's Garman in the Wellington incident on the 26th of October, if you believe the owner of that shop. No reason not to. And it's taken them until today to lay charges. What do you make of that delay? Well, you know, I found it interesting in uh, the announcement today of the third charge by the police saying that um, it was subject to public interest. Well, if it was subject to pu public interest today... Wasn't it, why wasn't it subject to pub, public interest uh, back in October? They may not have known the shoplifter was uh, Golris Garriman, but nevertheless, most of these shops will have um, CCTV. And uh, if there was a delay simply because they felt that the shop owner didn't want to press charges and Golris Garriman uh, was, you know... But it uh, seems unlikely because the, the shop owner had actually circulated the CCTV of Golris Garriman allegedly in the store committing the shoplifting. Oh, is that... I mm. didn't know that. Well, if that's the case... And the uh, shop owner says that on the 26th she, she laid the police complaint, provided the images and named Golris Garriman. Well... That Well, that begs the question, doesn't it? And the Why? only plausible explanation is that the police did not realise it was Golra's government for whatever reason, right? Well, if she... If and so treated it like any old shoplifting experience. <laughs> well, but shoplifting is shoplifting, surely. But they don't I investigate mean, it all because they're too stretched. Uh, well, 
you know, I mean, so it means that anybody can walk into a shop and. But um, I'm being generous to the cops here, right? Because we don't know. Yeah. Do 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 you think in this instance that they ought to actually talk about this? Oh, I think the police are duty bound to talk about this, but um, it seems uh, from police headquarters there's. Uh, we're deafened by the silence. Now, obviously, you're, you're obsessed now with cardiac things, aren't you? So you've got a quick, you can have a quick rant about what's going on at Waikato Hospital with the cardiac problems. Well, it's dreadful because um, uh, people are being made to wait, and it seems the problem uh, within the hospital is administration, and it, it gets down to personalities. Uh, this is the cardiac uh, surgeons uh, and and the specialists. Uh, having problems with the um, the uh, uh, the um, administration. Uh, admi- well, it's a big administra- administrative problem. What they did was they called in the Auckland team of specialists to look at the problem there, and uh, I've got it on pretty good authority that the problems there are major and they really have to be addressed. Otherwise, more people will die waiting for what is essential surgery. Yeah. Hey, Barry. Thank you very much. It's Barry Soper, senior political correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.